From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Alabama is one of the most biodiverse states in the country. So in 2006, Verna Gates founded the nonprofit Fresh Air Family. She wanted to use her botanical expertise to connect children and adults with the great outdoors. Today, Verna joins us on location at the Alabama Historical Commission's Fort Toulouse-Jackson Park outside Wetumpka, where she's preparing to scout trails for a fresh air family hike. Verna Gates, thank you for joining us on location today at beautiful Fort Toulouse, Fort Jackson Park. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Carolyn. How did Fresh Air Family get started? Well, I was a journalist for 35 years, and I was very fortunate to have worked really at the highest levels with CNN, Time Magazine, Reuters. But one of my beat was unfortunately covering the underage sex trade. You never forget when you've interviewed a 12-year-old ex-prostitute. That face will never leave your mind. And I just thought, we have got to do something to strengthen our families and to teach our children how to make better decisions. And I saw a lot of, unfortunately, felons in my day as a reporter. They start making poor decisions around fifth, sixth grade. The trajectory starts to change. If we can change just a few of those decisions, you can change a life of somebody. And we all need for our children to be successful and prosperous. It helps the whole community. When people grow up, they make good decisions, they get good jobs. Good things happen when you do that. So Fresh Air Family has grown into one of the largest outdoor organizations in the state. How many members do you have? Uh, about 10,000 membership. And we worked with uh, over 2,000 children this summer in summer camp programs. You call your summer camps gross-out camps. Really, they're science camps. Yeah, we don't want the kids to know us, but, you know, hands-on field biology is pretty disgusting. And kids love science like that. Hands-on, gross, stinky, slimy. It makes it a lot more fun to call it gross-out camp. I didn't think they would line up for a science and math camp. <laughs> this past summer, we had 54 different camps, and we had one in North Tonawanda, New York. All the rest of them were in Alabama, from Huntsville down through Auburn. And we had over 2,000 children because we also did enrichment for camp in Auburn for special needs adults and teens. So we just had a lot of fun this summer working, especially in Auburn. We had such a big program there. You have developed a curriculum guide for people running day camps nationwide. So is this idea catching on to get kids back outdoors with all of the pandemic drama we've had? That's the only place to get them. I mean, we really need to get kids outside. For one thing, I read a lot about how brains develop. The traditional childhood that people have had for millennia, where you play outside on a level playing field, is the best way to develop a brain and let them explore. We have a plan. We don't have a schedule. I'll give you an example. I was leading a hike. I had a big tree program. I had tree leaf, flowers, tree stems with names written on them. The first five minutes, kid rolled over a log. A salamander ran out. I just took all the tree stuff back to the car, <laughs> and we spent the next four hours literally rolling over rocks, finding millipedes and roly-polies and centipedes. We had the best time. But that's the key. You've got to teach them what they're interested in while they're interested in it. I could have crammed a tree program in, but after that salamander ran off, it was all over. But that's what we want to do because they got the feeling that they were leading, they were exploring, they were finding new things, learning new things, and when they're excited, like that. That's how that goes. Talking about Fresh Air Family going year-round, 
What do you do with these families to get them outdoors? I notice you have something aimed at toddlers. We do. We have a continuum with Fresh Air Family. We start really birth on because you really need to engage children early on. We have a robust program in Auburn. It's called Hikes for Tikes, and it's really for preschool children and their families. And we do fun things that are really great for childhood development. And these happen every other week, October 15th, 29th, and 12th in Denius Park. And we'll do things like we'll build fairy houses, which is great for children to learn how to use the materials and to find sticks and, and leaves and pine cones. And it's so funny what kids come up with. I've had to make a frog stadium. Two little girls made a fairy spa. But this is what we want to engage that brain to use it and to come up with what they think would be fun or do things. I had one time a kid put a, one of those trumpet flowers in the back of her fairy house. So what's that? She said a bouncy house. <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of fun to do this with kids. We'll also be rolling over rocks, finding critters. We'll be looking at a slimy salamanders and worms. And one of our things that people truly love are roly-poly races. <laughs> You would not think that those little things could move out, but you have a bunch of children in a circle yelling, and they will run like you wouldn't believe. And we want to teach them to not to be afraid of nature, to get into it, to dig around in the soil, to pick up the worm, to do all those things that children have always done. And you know what? That gives them also a feeling of confidence, that they don't have to be afraid of this outer world, that it could be friendly and even fun. Play with your plants. Speaking of plants, before you started all this, you were actually president of the Birmingham Wildflower Society. And it seems to me that what you're doing is using nature to foster creativity, creative thinking in these children and adults. Absolutely. Critical thinking, creative thinking. Get those little wheels running in the brain. We want them to engage in this greater world. And Alabama is particularly important to do that because Alabama is number four in biodiversity. And they think we'll, we'll jump to number one when they finish cataloging our cave systems. So it's real important in this particular state to appreciate how beautiful it is and how many unique things we have. Uh, I led a little hike up at Oak Mountain State Park in Birmingham out in a limestone outcrop where half the world's population of the Porter Daisy is living. And it was just in fields of gold. It was People were just stunned how lovely it was. And we have so many of those places. My members, adventurers we call them, with families. We go fossil hunting. I'm taking a group to Shoal Creek. We have white chalk cliffs, just like the white chalk cliffs of Dover in England. And I want to come back here at Fort Toulouse. I love the frontier days. That's November 2nd through the 5th, the living history. They're cooking, and people dressed up as Native Americans, some as French soldiers from the French-Indian Wars. It's just a fabulous event, so I love to introduce people to new things. So you're here today to look over this site. Do you always go out like today and preview a site before you choose it to bring Fresh Air family members to? Absolutely. I want to get on the trails for two reasons. One, I want to make sure I know where the trails go. A lot of people, a single mom with two kids, is not going to get on a trail by herself. But if you meet somebody here who knows where they're going, we'll go there, we're going to spend two hours, we'll go here, and we'll bring you back to your car, that makes a sense of safety. And I want to be the person who knows how to get back. So I want to make sure I go on the trail, and I'm going to be finding the directions we want to go. And also I'm looking for what's more interesting, that it has the plants that I might want to point out, so that when we get on the trail that we find interesting things, we get where we want to go, and we get back to where we need to be. 
I like to know where I'm going and what I'm going to be looking for. Well, today you and I are going to hike Fort Toulouse and decide if this trail is suitable for your Fresh Air family group. And we'll also be visiting the French Fort. So your organization is a nonprofit. What do members get from it? If you're a member, you get discounts. We have 54 camps in 15 different cities, so you can get a discount on a camp. But you can go on our website and find a calendar that lists things from all over the state that you might find interesting. Every Thursday, my newsletter goes out with things coming up with us and with our partner organizations. Verna, it has been delightful visiting with you today. Is there anything else you want your listeners to know? Get outside. You know, whether you come with us or with anybody else, a state park naturalist or whomever, just get outside. It really is a great place to be. They have discovered that trees put out 137, I think it is, enzymes. We don't even know what they are. And I think that's what actually when we breathe in that oxygen that helps us relax and helps us feel calm and serene. And it really is a great place to refresh yourself in nature. You're talking about using nature to get back in touch with yourself. It's been used that way for centuries, and it still works. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Carolyn. It's always a pleasure. That was Verna Gates, executive director of the nonprofit Fresh Air Family Organization. More information can be found at the website, freshairfamily.org. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.